Welcome to How I Work, a show about the tactics used by the world's most successful people to get so much out of their day. I'm your host, Dr. Amantha Imba. I'm an organizational psychologist, the founder of behavioral science consultancy Inventium, and I'm obsessed with finding ways to optimize my workday. This episode is another My Favorite Tip episode. The title's probably pretty self-explanatory. It's about my favorite tip from each of the interviews I conduct. So the extract of my chat today is from my interview with Philip Kingston. Philip is the co-founder of one of the most successful real estate agencies in Australia, Gary Peer. I first became aware of Philip about 15 years ago when I randomly encountered an auction he was running and it was one of the most entertaining 20 minutes of my week. Philip is hands down the best auctioneer I've seen. It's like going to outdoor theatre. And over the years, Philip has sold properties for me and I also recently bought one from him too. Um, So Philip is one of the best salespeople I've ever met. And in this extract from our chat, I talked to Philip about how he fast tracks getting to know someone in the sales process. So on that note, let's hear about Philip's strategy. So I love to ask a lot of questions. So what's going in, in, what's going on in my mind is I'm trying to work you out uh, uh, because ultimately if I can work you out, then the pathway for sales success is so much easier. Mm-hmm. So I'm a great listener, but I'm also a great question asker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to know as much as I can about the person that I'm sitting across from. So, you know, the the basics of understanding somebody, well, you know, their family, who is in their family, their occupation, what do they do with their spare time. So there's that old anachronism, is that the right word, for Ford, which is family, occupation, uh, recreation and dreams. Have you not heard that? I have not. So, no. look, it's about it's hundreds of years old, I think, and I keep forgetting to train my team around Ford. But if you think about having a conversation with somebody, what's important to those people, what's important to any of us? Family, family occupation, recreation and dreams. And if you can cover off on those four items, and obviously, you know, you don't want to make it like the Spanish Inquisition, but if you can cover off on those things, you're going to learn a lot about what is motivating the person. And then once you understand their motivations, then you understand their pressure points. And then obviously my job is to apply pressure to their pressure points. So a couple of questions on that. How how do you ask questions around those things in a way that doesn't seem salesy? Because I feel like there are, you know, there are these terrible salespeople that, you know, it, it just feels like they're very transparent in how they're using strategies and you see straight through them and you immediately lose trust. But having been on the receiving end of your sales strategies, like I'm in, like, Philip, sell my home. Um, like, how, how are you kind of doing that in and a I way? And I will say you've been a wonderful client across the journey. <laughs> um, I, I think, look, for me it's natural, but at the same time if we develop what natural really is, I'm genuinely interested in the human condition. I genuinely like people. I'm genuine, genuinely forgiving of everybody's Um, strengths and weaknesses because I understand that I'm far from a perfect person. Mm. 
Uh, it obviously helps for me because I've been married to a psychologist for 30 years, so coming home and debriefing with her has probably made me uh, far better at my skills and crafts than I would have been without her. But ultimately, I think my position starts from one of genuine interest. I am genuinely interested about whatever you do because ultimately, whether you're a painter or a plumber or a neurosurgeon or a, or, a, or, a, or a politician, everybody's got a story and everybody's got a range of stories. Everybody's got a tragic story. Everybody's got a school story. Everybody's got a parental story. Everybody's got the story of being a son or a daughter or a brother or a sister. And then a lot of people have had some really tragic stories. And I think that I'm a collector of stories. I genuinely am interested in your story. Uh, I'm interested in, and if you're interested in people, I mean, I think the best salespeople intrinsically do what they do in autopilot because the best salespeople generally are in sales because sales puts you face-to-face and in contact with people. So I think it can be very contrived from people that are just in it for the money. Uh, If you're just in it for the money or for the ticking of the boxes, then you're asking a whole lot of questions that do sound hollow and empty. But if you've started the day like I have, which is I've looked after myself first, I've got myself into a position where everything about me is working, I'm hungry to learn and hear somebody's next story, then I'm able to take people down the path that I need, know they need to go on. But I will do it with care and concern because the story interests me. Mm. I think every single person I've ever met, if I've asked enough questions or we've had enough time to go deep, everybody, including myself, has got some some triggers that are the core of who they are. Mm. But most of us are trained not to give those things away. And yet I think most people are actually wanting to talk. Mm. Um, so I think if you, if you approach it with genuine interest, then it's easy. So I find my job easy. You mentioned once you investigate these four areas, you identify the pressure points or trigger points. Can you give me an example of like what what that is and how you might use that to help with the sales process? So if we if we if we go to that forward. Family is a really easy one and family is the one I generally go to first because let's be clear, I'm generally speaking to people and I'm sitting in their home and their home and regardless of its financial status or or its cosmetic status, it is their castle and, you know, I'm just as happy to sell a one-bedroom apartment genuinely as I am to sell a five or a six or a $10 million house. Um, So I'll start with family because family is the great positioner. Uh, And it also opens doors because when you're as connected as I am, I'm going to know somebody. I might know your brother, your mother, your aunt, your uncle, your sister, your brother. Mm -hmm. So uh, that enables me to establish a connection. But it also gives me an understanding of sometimes how brittle you are or otherwise Mm -hmm. because ultimately... Uh, those people that will open up very quickly will give me more information. Those that will clamp that conversation down very quickly also give me some understanding of what I've got to do next. So family is a great one. Occupation is critically important. It's critically important I understand what you do. Why is that so important? Because if you think about it, most people have an occupation that generally defines them one way or another. 
uh, and it enables me to work out what strategy I will bring to the table. So clearly I'm going to talk very differently to an accountant than I will to somebody that's involved in event management. Uh, so, uh, and I'm going to talk very differently to a neurosurgeon than I will to uh, a sports coach. And so how, like in practical terms, like what, are, what does that conversation look like with the accountant versus the sports coach? Well, to, with greatest respect to all of the accountants that might be listening, I mean, they're generally speaking much more detail-focused. So I'm going to be much more detail-orientated with an accountant than I am going to be with somebody that's organising uh, fun, uh, alcohol-fuelled events that are all designed to get people entertained. So I think that for me, finding out what somebody does is going to give me a window to the understanding of how they live their life, and that's just critically important. And for most people, we're at work. I mean, what's work today? For me, it's 24-7, 365. I don't think that, that for me, the work day never finishes. Um, and I think more and more people are becoming like that. So work is much more defining of people today than it probably ever used to be. So it's really important that I understand what you do that will, again, like families, if I've got the understanding of your family, if I now understand what you do for a living. Recreation's a great one. How do you spend your time? Uh, and then your dreams, and that is obviously a little bit more esoteric and I don't jump into dreams straight away. How do you ask about that, though, in a way that is not seeming all Oprah? Like, what are, like, what are the questions? Like, how are you phrasing those questions? So I, th I think the importance is the conversation because if you can have a good conversation for people, these questions really just form part of a conversation that you would have with someone. So if you actually ask me to define how do I ask somebody about their dreams? I probably couldn't even give you the answer for that. But I could say to you that um, when, I, when I talk to somebody about their job, where have they been, what did they do and where do they see themselves in that job in a few years' time? Because essentially, if you think about it, that really does pick up on where are their dreams in relation to their occupation. If we talk about family, for example, their dreams about where they might be with family, uh, often uh, I'll be dealing with people around tragedy that's happened in their family one way or another, whether that be death or divorce. So there's a lot that happens in a good conversation and I love good conversations because good conversations enable me to learn something. And I suppose that's probably something that's important to me. I think I have conversations that will also teach me about something I don't know about. That's why I'm fascinated when I meet somebody with an occupation that I don't know much about mm -hmm. because it gives me an understanding now of a new occupation. Yeah. So I'm a collector of stories. I'm a collector of people's experiences. That is it for today's show. If you like this episode, why not share it with someone else that you think could benefit from it? Um, and a big thank you if you have been spreading the word about how I work. It's one of the ways this podcast has continued to grow. So thank you so much if you've been doing that. So that is it for today's show and I'll see you next time.